welcome back to the Pool Chasers podcast. This week we have myself, Greg Viafania, my co-host Justin Bowie. Yes, sir. And Mr. Mike Wren. What's up? So we're going to do something a little bit different, but it's going to be a little bit more consistent thing since the three of us are always together and we're just going to be uh, some gossip girls. Are we calling ourselves the three amigos? I think you like that one, Justin. Damn it. <laughs> you knew I was coming Immediate with it. veto. Immediate veto. Yeah, no, no, we're not. We're not doing that. So first things first, went to Ren House this morning, got a few beers. What Ren did we get? Ren House Brewing. Another shout out, Ren House Brewing. Today we have the Charlotte Pilsner, which I have never had before. It's actually really good. It is good. Very smooth. good. And we actually got to go inside the shop. It looks like a, you know, kind of hipster retro coffee shop. Super cool vibes. I dig that kind of shit when it's done right. Yeah. They've got like a letter folk board that is like the size of this wall. I didn't even know they made them that big. Super freaking cool. It's an old house, right? Yeah. It looks like an old house. Did they make it that way or was it a house at one time? It was definitely a house at one time, but I've never been there. Um, I'd never paid any attention to it until they made it. We're in house. So. I dug it though. It was cool. Yeah. But the beer's good. Beer's good. I give that, you know what? I'm going to give this on my scale a 7.5. It's fair. Think so? Fair. Yeah, that's, that's good. I'm going to go 8. That's a rookie score. Yeah. That's, <laughs> can't can't yeah. have them rounded, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's 8. What the fuck? Can't do that. <laughs> fair enough. So a lot of exciting things happening in the industry right now. Some not so exciting. But me and you, Mike, went to Long Beach, went to the Western Pool and Spa Show. Uh, last week, what days was that? Thursday, Friday? Yeah, Thursday, Friday, came back Saturday. It was, it was yeah. a good time. Yeah. The the best part about it was the ride out there and the dinners and driving back and just talking with you, getting to know you more. I mean, we work with each other all the time, but it was really cool just shooting the shit and, you know, learning more about you. True, yeah. You can learn a lot about uh, about somebody spending a lot of time with them, and, and it, you know, I learned a lot about you, and it was a good experience. I thought you were going to say um, you can learn a lot about somebody by how they drive, and well, true, you've lost you, you, all respect for me. You're not a farter, so you know, like <laughs> well, that was good. Yeah, no, it was a who was drove? A Greg, Greg, Greg drove a majority of it. Yeah. yeah, he got me on like I think he drove for like an hour or so. I was I was passenger princessing it. Did you give him the shoulder rub while he was driving? Like, stay away, hey, buddy. buddy. You got <laughs> this. You got this, dude. Just just go. Yeah, but um, on the way out there. Um, Talk to Brandon Poolvolution. You know, that's always a good time. I mean, we had such a good conversation that he sent me a video, pretty much a recap of our conversation on why he wasn't going to the Western show. Why and wasn't I, he going? Has he got beef with somebody? Uh, I, I think he just, he said he was burnt out. You know, he's like, he's around pools and pool people yeah. all week long. He didn't really want to be at the pool show and, you know, deal with that, you know. He didn't want to deal with more of that. So so I'm getting, I mean, the conversation, um, I haven't talked to him yet, but you know, there's probably things that he doesn't want. Actually knowing Brandon, he probably wouldn't care if I talked about most of the things, but I'm not going to go into that right now. If you want to talk to Brandon, hit up, uh, at Poolvolution on Instagram. I'm sure he'll, uh, tell you whatever you want to know. I obviously didn't get to go cause I was. Doing, yeah. What were you doing? I was in a car rally to Sedona. It was amazing. Yeah. It Sorry. looked freaking amazing. Sorry, boys. No. You had it planned out. The Long Beach thing, to be honest, was kind of a last-minute uh, deal, and I know you had that plan for 
you know, many months. But how was that, by the way? It was good, man. It was like, I don't know, eight, eight cars. It was everybody brought their wives or significant others. And uh, yeah, man, we just we went from Phoenix up through um, Prescott, had lunch, stopped in Prescott, had lunch. If you're from Arizona, you know, it's like an hour and a half drive from Phoenix to Sedona, but it took us five hours because we went up through Prescott, up through Mingus Mountain, the back way through Jerome, and then all the way into Sedona. And I mean, we were, it was a few Porsches, um, McLaren 600LT, a couple Turbo S's, and uh, AMG GT. So when we got up to like some of those like areas where there was no cars, man, it was every man for himself. Hell yeah. I got some video of our buddy who was in uh, the McLaren 600 LT. There was, they were, they started like a, almost like a drag race, but they started at like 90 miles an hour. And it was him, that Mercedes AMG T and then the turbo S my buddy, Jason, and they started ripping and a box just appeared in the road out of nowhere. Oh shit. So I got video of him at like 150 miles an hour, like swerving out into the, there was no cars in the oncoming lanes, but he went into oncoming lanes to get around it past the Porsche and then like right into the mountain like we went shit dude. it's gnarly I'll show it to you it's on my uh personal Instagram dude that's insane but everybody got along all's good it was great man yeah so I mean I'm sad I missed the western pool show but it was fun to do that and how I, I guess where I was going with that is I didn't get to see how busy the sh- pool show was because I wasn't there how how busy was it I mean I don't you haven't been before right Mike not to the Western, but comparing it to the Las Vegas show we went to, it was yeah. I, I, I think it was actually less people. I, I don't know if there's still. Yeah, the international fo- uh, show definitely has more people. I feel like this is more of like a local event where it's just kind of the locals that come to is it, it. Is it bigger than, what's the one they do here in Phoenix? Desert pool show? Yeah, it's bigger than that for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. I, that was pretty small. I haven't been to that one in probably a few years, but the last time I went to it, it was it's definitely small. bigger than that. Okay. Yeah. But all in all, um, so talk to Brandon Povolution. We stayed at the shore break in uh, Huntington Beach. Um, Beautiful which was, hotel. Yeah. Really? Oh, on yeah. the beach? Oh, just just back. Uh, you got the PCH. It's just right on the other side. Nice. Yeah. Super cool stuff. I mean, yeah, drink, eat. They've got this cool courtyard where they do like, you know, social evenings where everybody can get together. I mean, I didn't partake in that. I don't think Mike did. Either. I didn't. I didn't uh, partake with the other people, but yeah, I just chilled out there uh, in the morning and stuff like that. It was really. Well, we were cool. checking in. The lady was like pressing us, like you got oh, five yeah. minutes. I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not fucking checking in with you real fast to run over and, you know, grab a free drink and talk to these people. Yeah, I'm not that guy. No, ain't that dude. Trying to get to my room, but uh, <laughs> but so, decent turnout, like good vibes. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Was um, Pentair, did the manufacturers have booths there? Yeah, Pentair had a, I'd say probably the biggest, well, them and a Raypack maybe I thought. Really? Like they had the well, biggest booths, uh, you know, square footage. And uh, Pentair has a, a nice layout, kind of separation between the in-floor and the, the pumps and everything else. And um, So no Vegas, but Long Beach, huh? Yeah. Well, Raypack just released their new heater, right? That's, so they probably had a big showing on that, yeah. Yeah. Vegas is a lot more, they got a lot more vendors there too. And a, a wider variety of vendors there where I feel like everything is like service related for long beach. Yeah. Um, but something I was stoked on one of the first companies we talked to was that um, chasing CM 600, the robotic cleaner. Mm-hmm. So I was stoked on it because they make the uh, underwater drone Dory. Um, and I always thought that that thing was so cool. I've always wanted one, but is it shaped like Dory? 
The no, fish? no, it's shaped more like a pancake. Yeah. What? It's yellow. Like a pancake. It's flat. Mm. They, they were super excited that Greg knew about Dory, though. Really? Yeah. yeah they, they looked at me like, somebody's heard of that? You know what I mean? They probably didn't expect that at a pool trade show. But the robotic cleaner, it seemed pretty legit. I mean, just kind of the weight of it and the material it's made out of. I mean, I've played with enough of those to see a lot of them are kind of where did know, they, cheap. Where, do, where does the robotic cleaner put its whatever it cleans up? So there's like a little filter and you open the top and there's like a basket. You ever seen like those uh, sleeves you put in the skimmer basket? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost got like one of those inside this like big basket that sits inside and you just take the whole basket out and dump it out or take the sleeve out, whatever. But seems legit. Mm -hmm. Trying to get my hands on a free one. Yeah. It was a good product. And you know, they're they're the, uh, the only rep that's contacted me so far. Really? Yeah. So who was it? They all scan your name badge and stuff like that. And, uh, and yeah, I'm the, that's the only one I've gotten an email from. Or who's the manufacturer? Uh, chasing. Yeah, chasing. Okay. Chasing. Uh, kind of. Oh, chasing. CM six hundred. Okay, got it. So speaking of that, been talking <clears throat> about Solar Breeze on a few of these episodes. I feel like talk to our man Paul, getting you hooked up with one in your pool. That's pretty Appreciate cool. It. Appreciate it, man. Coming in this week, it'll be fun to document that little process because you've got one hell of a tree. Hanging over that. I'm turning both my skimmers off and we're putting this solar breeze to the test. (laughs) Let's do it. I was watching a video of the solar breeze. You know what would be cool is if you had a little spot in the pool, if it was more like the iRobot that does your floor, if you had a little spot in the pool where it could retreat under the deck, like a skimmer throw, and it'd be cool if it came out and just like the the robot vacuum cleaners, like if it knew the geometry or learned the geometry and it did like a systematic sweep and then retreated. Wouldn't that be sick? Definitely. Because you have to take that stuff out of the pool. Somebody patented that. Every party, everything you got to, I mean, that's how the, the suction side vacuums always get fucked up is because people just, you know, get all the hoses and vacuum and just chuck it to the side and they get all the bad memory and they probably jar the cleaner. And I hate like, vac cleaners, man. Yeah. Dude, the, the worst is we do like a million dollar backyard and they have a vac cleaner or something. You're like, who wants to stare at a vacuum? It doesn't, it makes no sense to me, dude. And then all these VRBO pools, you see all the pool tech guys complain that the, the, people that are staying in the vrbo just pull them out so then the pump just sucks air and they're just sitting on the deck screw vac cleaners man that's crazy and i've seen that quite a few times where there's like this crazy high-end pool and there'll be a suction side cleaner in there i mean you guys ever try and talk the builder or the homeowner out of doing that no but you know what you know what shows up about every three years is some pool guy will decide some pool builder will decide they're going to do a vacuum on a big pool because they're going to give the spiel about if you spill crumbs on your carpet, do you use a vacuum or an air blower to clean it up or whatever their shit is. And they'll try and do them on a pool so big that they need two. And you have to talk them out of doing two vacuum cleaners. Like, dude, you don't understand. If they overlap, they tangle in the middle. You can't make it so that those two guys intersect in the middle of the pool. You know, because they, I think the hoses, they want them like 50 feet or whatever. So if the pool's like 120 feet, you, you got to have two vacuums. So they try and like make these things overlap so that the two of them work together to clean the pool. Whenever I see that, I try and talk the builder out of it. And that sounds crazy. Stupid. It's a, yeah. such a dumb thing. It's like they're tied in a knot. They're fighting. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That's dumb. Met your uh, homeboy, AJ Grucky. You yeah. guys keep solid talking guy. about him all AJ, the time. Yeah. He, he's the new solid. I've seen a lot of sales guys come and go. AJ's 
he's replacing some of the guys phasing out. He's solid. Yeah, he's killing me. I mean, they're there. He's repping. What did he take us to six or seven different different uh, companies that they rep? And I mean, he just broke down the spiel on all of them. Just that dude is on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Very entertaining. Yeah, he is. Yeah, people person. He's a good dude. Yeah, I had lunch with him recently. Did you? Yeah. After Long Beach, or that's where I got all that. Uh, remember the Volkswagen bus fire pit thing I was showing you? Oh yeah, that's I got that from him at that lunch. Damn, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Nice. Sick. So, what was your favorite of the brands that AJ showed us? Uh normally it wouldn't be my favorite, uh, but he took us by Blue Square and talking to the people that were repping for them. Uh, you know, they're making improvements. Uh, they've gone and started using the molding company that Paramount was using in town. So we should see, you know, better product coming from them. And they've they, eliminated little screws in the heads. So it's a, it's, I think they're kind of on the come up and they got a long way to go. It would take a lot for blue square to well, mend my heart. Yeah. They, they've got a long way to go in the market too, but you know, the other two are fading just as fast. So I think that, Dude, A and A. Speaking of that, I was about to say what what's going on with A and A. Not to throw shade at A and A. I love A and A. I was an A and A guy long before I was a Paramount guy. Now I'm, of course, more a Paramount guy. But dude, they're a fucking mess right now, dude. It's a, we do a work for one of the big builders in town that uses them, and you know they moved locations, and so for a while it was hard to get parts, and they blamed it on oh we're moving warehouses. We'll call this. We'll call that. Dude, we have we maintain us an Excel spreadsheet. Mike has to keep track of all these parts that are just coming in partially for this job. I mean, what what do we got? Fifty jobs or sixty jobs at a time on this list where mm-hmm. we're missing parts and they can't get parts. And is it really that hard now? Oh yeah, it's so oh, crazy. Shit. It uh-huh. sucks. You, you want to love them too because you know Pentair bought them, but man, and losing one of the biggest builders here. I mean, this isn't like some small market. You know what I mean? If big builder in Arizona and you're losing that, you're losing some real market share, I would think. Yeah. I wonder if they know they lost Dolphin, by the way. That's a good question. Might well, they know now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we sat in a meeting recently, I guess, you know, if this comes out in its common knowledge, we sat in a meeting recently that Dolphin, yeah, one of their bigger accounts locally, man, they're switching to Paramount because, you know, we would see the emails go back and forth and it was almost like they were, not even apologetic about how bad things were. I mean, Mike, Mike had to send an email this morning. Mike's the nicest kind of plan. I've never seen Mike get upset. He sent an email this morning. He's like, hey, man, your service right now is laughable. Because, we've, dude, we returned parts two months ago. They have yet to give us a credit on these parts. We, uh, we sent, we, first of all, the first thing was nobody knew who was doing what. Like, there were emails, intercompany emails sent, like, uh, the pool department. You need to talk to these guys. And, oh, no, talk to the claims and production department. No, talk to the da-da-da-da-da. So... It was funny. Mike in his email today, he's like, dude, it took us two months to even understand who the right person was to talk to. And we still haven't seen this. Dude, if Mike gets to that point, I can't even imagine the calls and emails they've been getting from, because every other person is pretty loose of the lips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even imagine. Well, it sucks too, because like, you know, Scott Bushy's there, Greg Huber's there. There's great guys there. Like, you know, me and Mike get along with all those guys, especially Mike and Bushy go way back. And, you know, it sucks. Like, so hate to even put them on blast, but dude, it's been crazy. So when you have a company like ANA, you know, that supplies in-floor parts, different things like that, what effect does that have uh, on the builder and the plumber? Especially dude, when it's happening to 50, 60 projects. Customer confidence. When you when we show up to plumb a pool and 
We can't put it under pressure because there's no skimmer, there's no water level, there's no drain. I mean, ANA doesn't just make in-floor parts. They make most of the plastic components going into the pool. So you got a pool that's half completed. They were shooting pools. They weren't getting parts even fast enough. The pools were getting shot without water level or canisters, drains. Like it's been, it's been a nightmare. I mean, like I said, Mike has to keep this freaking spreadsheet updated. It's a full-time job, just was a full-time job just keeping track. How often are we having to, you know, use another manufacturer's stuff just to close out projects? I mean, can mm. we even do that? I guess that would depend on the verbiage on their contracts if they're listing a brand or components. I'm just saying if I was a homeowner, I'd be oh. like, dude, give me some fucking options. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to think... sit here and because we're waiting on a skimmer. Like, that's, no, that's terrible. I think what really is happening is, you know, we get, let's say we get issued seven jobs, seven new construction jobs. Maybe two of them will come in and there'll be the enough parts to do half. And then there'll be some other jobs that are much older. And then we get the replacement parts. So we're robbing parts from one job to put on another. And then all of that has to get tracked. It's a, I don't know if anybody else in the country is having this issue like we're having, but if they are, they're probably doing the same thing. You know, you steal from one job to get the other job done and then you move on and back and forth. And then nine months from now, it's going to be just chaos trying to figure oh. it out on the, uh, on the book ending or bookkeeping end. So when, ANA was not doing, you know, the kind of job they're doing now. How much did you enjoy it when they were in their prime, I guess? Historically great. Yeah, historically. Again, I, I was at Paddock for a long time, so I'm on the opposite of Justin. Uh, going over to ANA, meeting Paul. I mean, Paul was doing the nicest person on the planet. Uh, just, you know, walking through and answered all my questions when I was trying to catch up on the knowledge of ANA. So it's gone from that to now. Dude, it's like you walk into a like a, their will call area. It's like a, a bank. You have to call ahead of time to let them know you're coming, and the, there's no personal interaction at all. It's, Aren't they almost like upset to see you? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. Did you call? Yeah, yeah, I called. <laughs> I actually paid for the parts yeah. that I'm picking up. So, you know, this I'm just talking out of my ass right now. But in my experience, I feel like when you start to see these things, there's like something bigger going on that nobody knows about. You know, Maybe. it seems like everyone's getting, you know, uh, bought out, acquired, you know, mm -hmm. this and that. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like some big news, you know, a uh, month or at the end of the year about what's going on with them. Who knows? Maybe. But like you said, Mike, I, I think that was good. I didn't think about that, that it's a uh, time for, you know, somebody like uh, blue square to shine, mm -hmm. you know, if, it was something that a lot of people weren't using for a long time. Maybe this is their time to come up and kind of improve their product. And I mean, how, how good are they with communication logistics and all that other stuff? My first experience with them was absolutely terrible. I had a job that went wrong. Well, everybody knows that blue square, the lids blow off their six ports and crack. And then they switch from a clear lid to a black lid. And I hear the black lids just as bad. Even recently, it's been just as bad. So they can't get that resolved. I've heard. And that was, Dude, when I was at the prior company that I worked, it, it, it's Friday, pool drains. Customer calls in, my pool drain. I got a party this weekend. The lid blew off. My whole yard's flooded. My kids are dead. Like, the whole nine. <laughs> and, like, oh. it's terrible. <laughs> but, dude, I used to deal with a guy over there. I don't know if he's still there. Dave Johnson? David Johnson? Last I saw, he was there. But, yeah. I mean, I haven't gone down uh, since we were yeah. working for uh... Just being completely honest, he left me hanging so hard on a job. This customer um, had Blue Square. We got involved in the job. We didn't originally plumb it. We went in to fix it. He gave me all these solutions. And then when we got to a point where like nothing could fix it, ghosted me, dude. Totally ghosted me. I was like, this is crazy. You can't, 
you can't do that. Like you, you have to, I think they got a long way to go to get customer confidence up. It's extremely frustrating. You know, I feel like a lot of the smaller businesses are ran better than these huge corporate businesses that have all the people, resources, education in the world. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the white collar folk have good education, all these different things, but you wouldn't be able to tell that sometimes with communication, logistics, and like you said, response. It's like, you can't just give me good news. You got to tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You guys do that. I, I listen to both of you. You've got to do that all day long. We were talking about eat that frog, yeah. you know, with buzz last week, there's nothing but frogs that come through and it's, you know, most of the time it's nothing, it's not our fault, but it's a situation that we have to resolve. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, we'll go back to A&A cause that's kind of one that's impacting us most right now or that whole situation is, you know, what do you think that they can do to kind of like resolve this? Um, well, Mike, you said they, they are making drains again now. I was told that, uh, that, yeah, whatever the, the issue was, whether it was plastic or certification or whatever, uh, they started making drains again yesterday. Well, you know, what so, the cure time is. I mean, I thought Paul used to say 30 days or something like that, but. So the drains will be a big one. Cause that was a big one. That was the hardest to get the other stuff. It would kind of trickle in, but I think. I think that, dude, honestly, the damage is done. It's been going on so long. I think the damage is done and the dust is going to have to settle. They're going to have to get consistent again. And then, you know, luckily they have guys like Scott Bushy and Greg Huger, Huber over there and Riley Harshman that can go out and, you know, promote their product again and get back in everyone's good graces. Mm-hmm. But, dude, it, you know, it's not much different than look how bad everybody's service was through COVID. Like even Pentair, who, not to talk shit on Pentair, I love Pentair. But their service, massive decline in service over there, too. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's just kind of it's crazy. Just have to wait and see. I mean, to be honest, there's uh, brands that we like, and we just hope that they get that shit figured out and be consistent and learn from your mistakes. I think that's a big one. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate when people, like a big company, makes a big mistake for a long period of time. Things get better, and then they do it again. It's like, dude, are you not It's like creating what? a process of how to deal with this? It's yeah. like Buzz said with day one, dude. They, I think all those companies need to do the, I think even my company needs to do the same thing. Like you got to hit that day one thing again where you're like customer first. You know, I think mm-hmm. everybody got so busy and it's just like, whatever. Yeah. To be fair about a Pentair, as far as like warranty claims, you know, which I'm sure they get flooded on right now. We were sending stuff to them and, you know, getting the email back that had been assigned, you know, 48 hours later. And uh, it's to the point now, Lamont, or I don't know if he's got an assistant, like a couple hours later, we're getting that stuff back. So that's good. At least on that end, we're seeing a lot of improvement. Yeah. Yeah. No, they weren't. I mean, they're just an example. I mean, I'm sure the same could be said about my company or any other company through COVID, but just a contrast. I mean, yeah, it's, it's been rough, man. Crazy. So moving on, uh, I did not know that Weldon and Christie's were owned by the same company. Did you? <clears throat> so they're owned by IPS? Uh, what is that? Yes. Yeah, IPS Corporation. I didn't know that either. Is First that right? Re- heard of it. Were they uh, the people at the booth saying that that is somewhat of a new thing? I couldn't they, remember. Uh, I think she said it happened about a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, and just they're keep, they kept it kind of low profile because... Yeah, the Christie's fanboys, and then you've got the Weldon fans boys, and I think just—I know you guys. Are what all, about the you Odie? guys are all Christie's, right? 
I was. Well, I'm, a, I'm a well done guy. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Are you kidding me? You know how many photos of J Max I have uh, of the guys in the field and they're glue and primer. Yeah, I, I, I've had <laughs> desperation where I've had to stop at Home Depot and get the get the Christies, but but uh, yeah, no, well done. So let me ask because I've we all know that Greg's never done a plumbing in his life, right? Um, not on purpose anyway. And what is the difference like? Cause I've heard people like go on rants about like why, you know, Weldon's better than Christie's or there's another one out there. I can't remember. It wasn't Christie's, but something else that people liked a lot, but it's like, what, what gives? I think it's, you know, everybody has their brand, whatever, you know, I don't think there's Does Weldon not, I, represent the pro. I have a problem. The, if you, maybe what you're thinking of is I have a problem with the blue glue, the guys who use blue glue. Cause it's, I know a lot of there's ever since we said that or whatever, there's been a lot of talk about it online, but like blue glue is not a, is not an everyday use glue. You use blue glue when you're in a situation where you got a, something that's going to be under high stress or it's wet or you're in some sort of condition that you can't use normal glue. So when I see guys using it, like their normal everyday glue, I'm like, what are you doing, man? You what know? do you mean by like everyday glue? Like well, something outside of the pool? Well, like blue glue exists because they needed a glue that could be used in a wet setting. You know, if you look at like Weldon's product 747, that's for wet applications. It's for when you're doing a repair and, and maybe you're down in a ditch or you're working on a service line that was live and you can't drain the line and you need it to, to weld. So I wasn't even thinking that all the stuff that we do is it's always dry because it's brand spanking now. It would be like the equivalent of seeing duct tape. Like if you're like a iron worker and you see duct tape on something, it's like, hey man, like get your tools out and do it the right way. Like use use the correct like method. Don't Why are you looking at me like that? I know you want to say alien tape. <laughs> like just real quick. Like, like use alien tape's garbage. Okay. It had a no st- it had a good start though. Yeah. Those Dude, signs they came are still in up. strong. Yeah. The parking lot signs are still up, but like I can't even imagine. You guys probably think this whole place is held up by alien tape. Like I said, anchor and screws. Not for those of you guys listening. Like, tape. what the hell are you guys talking about? Greg got a roll of alien tape when we moved into our new office and alien taped everything. And slowly, <laughs> over the last three days, our office has been remodeling itself as things fall off the walls. We'll be working, and you hear like twelve pictures fall off the wall. And- hey, the TVs are still holding up. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible, man. Oh, those late night infomercials, man. They freaking got me. Alien tape. Yeah. Uh saw Megan Pool Pro magazine. It's nice to see her there. She's been at pretty much every show. Um she's nice. Yeah, she's nice. I didn't know how long she's been in the business when we were when I was researching for Buzz coming on. She had done an article on them when she was with like Spa magazine or something like Spa that. Spa retailer. Yeah, and that was like, you know, twelve years ago or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah, there was a different owner and she actually like bought the publication. Um, a spa retailer and pool pro magazine. Um, so yeah, she's doing big things. It's probably my favorite, uh, pool industry related magazine. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. She saw that, you know, that up that episode, last episode you had her on where she was talking about the writing and stuff like that. Just fascinating. stuff. Yeah. So talking a little bit about Pentair, they actually have a pool builder software. I thought was really interesting. Um, they were kind of giving me the, the lowdown on everything that it did. And they even have like a, a camera for job sites. Yeah, I've heard is, of that. I've had that for a few years. Yeah. I've heard of other companies do it. I, th- I think it's cool. I, I think it's more cool that it integrates into the software because we all know how 
things look cool at trade shows, but then you start thinking about like, oh, I go to that many jobs a day. Like, what am I, like, am I the one that's going to be taking this camera down and moving it to a new job site and all these different things. But um, besides that, the, uh, the software looked cool. And I think that they wanted to maybe come on the show and talk about, you know, who the software is for and all that kind of good stuff. So did the, you guys uh, see, uh, sorry, you good? did you guys see, um, what's Thunderbird? Premier? No. Oh. Thunderbird Pools, the owner of Thunderbird Pools. Oh, um, yeah, name totally escapes me right now. The bracelets. Cole, Cole did you, did you, was he up there with the booth with no, his software? I didn't see him. Because you know he's got a software now too. Does he? Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't know. I'm not thinking of the same person. Yeah. Who's the dude with the uh, the bracelets? Oh, I don't remember. He was a tributary dude. I don't remember his company, though. Yeah. What bracelet is that again? It's the Cartier Love bracelet. Cartier. I'm trying to think of it. Yeah. Dude had like a mill on his wrist. <laughs> yeah, he came. Uh, it's funny to see guys like in the pool business who are cool uh, because I've met so many uncool guys in the pool business. And this that dude, we were at the tributary thing, uh, I don't know, a few months ago or whatever. And yeah, he showed up with a bunch of Cartier love bracelets. I was like, damn, okay, okay. I know Jesse was telling me how much one of them was. And I'm like trying to like count how many are in his arm. I'm like. God damn. Dude, Richard Rawlings. Have you ever seen Richard Rawlings' arm? Mm -mm. Dude, Richard Rawlings has like 12 of them. He has like the diamond ones, the silver ones, the gold ones, the white gold ones. I was I was unfamiliar with those till uh, you talked about them at like Christmas, and then I looked yeah. them up. I was like, mm, yeah, yeah. Don't pass on. They're the hot <laughs> shit right now. Yeah, they're sick. Did you, you ever get that nail joint? The what? The nail one? No. No? No. Somebody you know have that? Jen's, like got, Jen's got a nail. Did That's you get it for Jen? Uh, when we were out there? No, no. She got it a long time ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, that one's cool too. Oh, that was. But the iconic, the iconic one is the the love bracelet. You know the deal with those is you're not supposed to ever take them off. If if you know how to put that bracelet on, you put it on with a little baby screwdriver. And the reason it's like that is because it doesn't have a clasp. You're supposed to never take it off. They tell you when you buy them, see you in three years when you come back and we service it. Um, what else? Get through. Um, not too much more happened. Heard you guys saw a celebrity there. You guys see a little algae? Little algae? Oh, yeah. oh little, algae? little algae? Yeah, he opened up the show. Why is he a fucking pirate? <laughs> Why is his name Little Algae? I don't know. They had to give that guy something in, to live for every year. <laughs> Who's in charge of making these decisions? So is he the mascot of the Western Pool and Spa show? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe is he Western? Is he a pirate or is he Western? Is he like Elmer Fudd or is he a pirate? He's a pirate. Okay. Yeah. He's, He's a pirate? A pirate. Mm -hmm. yeah. Does he have an iPad? Mm. No, the gentleman that is wearing the costume is relatively old, so I wouldn't think that he would be wearing an eye patch. Okay, he does have a beard uh, that would allow him to work here, though. Ah, oh, James. So I got approved. a bone to pick. You know, since I've been going to the Long Beach show, there's always a shit ton of uh, DSLRs, and you got guys with gimbals, and they're doing all this stuff. I've yet to ever see any video, anything halfway decent from the Long Beach show. I mean, anybody that's promoting Long Beach show is fucking garbage. Do you think they're just taking the video and like taking it back and doing shit on their own and it never gets published anywhere? Yeah, I don't know why they'd waste their time at the Long Beach show, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that would do for them. But saw Joe Mishik there. Love Joe Mishik, uh, painless pool care. Joe's the man. Yeah, he's always uh, man. He looked good. He just looked like excited Athlete. and energized and all the above. 
Maybe it's because the last time I saw him was summertime, which he was still cool then, but um, he was energizing. He introduced us to new uh, pool service software, PSS, pool service software. It's a, With, what, was it Ivan and Ivan or something? Yeah, I, you know what? I don't remember their names, but they were super cool. They're, they weren't related, but they had like the same names and they had some other things that were similar. But um, man, he was just going through the whole thing and looking at their website when we got back from Long Beach. I really, not just for pool service software, but I'm thinking about like us at JMAX and the way that they lay out their website. And it's just like very clear on what they do. And, um, they're just answering pretty much all the questions that you'd be thinking when you visit a website like that, but super cool guys. Um, they want to be on the show. So looking forward to having that good energy on the show and talking about what they do. Software looks promising. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. All the pool service software that's, uh, making its way into, into the business. Yeah. I think it's a, when, when somebody like Joe who, you know, like, doesn't easily hand out compliments uh, is really loving a product uh, that says a lot about it and makes me want to give it a shot. What was he touting? Uh, pool service off uh, PSS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I mean, he's, and he's done a lot in our industry for software. I mean, he helped, you know, skimmer and a couple other ones. I won't mention it's not my place to say, but um, I think they really value sort of his expertise in what he does. And I, I respect the companies that look at him for that kind of stuff, because it's like, you're a, a web developer, app developer, and you're looking for kind of the, the best person in that space. And he's, you know, phenomenal with chemistry and, you know, all things service. So kudos to anybody you know, working with Joe. <clears throat> he is a chemistry master. Speaking of chemistry master, you guys see uh, Eric Knight out there? We did not. We did not. Was, was Hasa or... Uh, anybody else? So big news. Everybody knows now, uh, you know, Arenda being bought out by Hasa. What do you guys think about that? I don't deal with it too much, but from everything I read, I mean, it sounds like Hasa kind of burned some people through COVID too, right? Yeah, I, I saw a lot of the stuff through COVID where, you know, pool guys were accusing Hasa of watering down the, the chlorine and the acid and yeah. um, not getting stuff, uh, you know, same as everybody else, not getting enough product where it needed to be. Um, yeah, I think any at this point now, anytime a, a, a huge company eats up somebody who's a, a small, a, a solid, smaller company, it makes me nervous. It makes me feel like the intention is just to extinguish, like if they're coming up to their heels, you know what I mean? It's like, let's get a control of this before they become our competition. And that's how it feels to me because Arenda. I had never even heard of Arenda until whatever, four years ago or three years ago. And then it was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, love Harold. I mean, that dude started something special. He bought it from somebody else a long time ago, an actual chemist, but I mean, he really put his heart and soul into that. And Hey, at the end of the day, I have no idea how much, you know, they got for that. But, you know, I try to think about myself and it's like, dude, you get a big payday and, you know, cause first and foremost about the pool industry, everything else is your family. And if you can kind of, you know, be set for the rest of your life and not have any worries, wouldn't we all like that? I mean, it sucks because we all know what happens when a big company, um, takes on a much smaller company. It's like, dude, that same culture isn't there anymore. How many times have we heard that? 
Yeah. You go from little culture that can be managed to a big company that almost doesn't have any culture. You know what I mean? They got, you know, online culture as they call it. I got dope social media and stuff. That doesn't, that's not everything. Hopefully they, they give, you know, Arenda their own identity or they, I shouldn't say give Arenda. They let Arenda keep their own identity and they run simultaneous. Hopefully. Yeah. Guess we'll see. Just like everything else. Only time will tell, but you know, wish them the best. Most of them. Maybe, uh, maybe Hasa needs to come on and give their breakdown on what's going to happen. That'd be sweet. That'd be cool if Hasa and Harold come on. That would be cool. What was up with the drone? You guys say you saw a drone? Oh, we saw a huge drone. How do you know it's a drone and not a plane? Like a manned plane? Well, I got a picture of it. Is it like a drone? Like how big are we talking? Like a like an army drone? I would say it's as big as this table probably. Oh, okay. So you're talking like an aerial uh, remote control drone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we were like sitting on the five. We were just getting into uh, Huntington or the 55, getting into Huntington Beach. And I mean, this thing is like going right over the freeway. I mean, we had a real clear view of this thing. It looked like a giant like DJI drone. Was it like a, one of the delivery services that they're trying to start? Did no, this thing, this thing was huge. I was almost, I was going to ask you cause, uh, Mike found some information online. I was, I couldn't find like shit on it. Cause it, we saw it when we were on PCH, it was hovering over, uh, over the water, like pretty close. And I was like, dude, what the, like, what the hell is this? It's an alien dinghy. Yeah. The, the drones are going crazy over hunting the beach. When I was going to the uh, pier in the morning and stuff like that, and then just like, it seemed like every five minutes, a small drone would go right over the pier. Damn. So that looks like a. But I feel like in real life it looked way more. That looks drone-ish. like a, not a Sikorsky. What do they call that damn osprey? It looks like an osprey. Yeah, but it does look like that, but like times a billion. And That's cool. Crazy. Um, had dinner at Fred's. That was cool. On our way there, mm-hmm. some homeless person. It wouldn't be right unless there was a homeless person, you know, uh, yelling about something, which is funny because just like this crazy asshole. But then we. Did, we're coming out like so it's probably like an hour later the thing he was yelling about was actually real and true because he's like look at the sky like don't you just calm down calm down (laughs) saying the the moon brought a star with it or something like that and we're like okay like so what was it the star like real bright star like right next to the moon yeah it looked exactly like that when we walked out i'm like where do you go buy him some ice cream or something i kind of feel bad the aliens (laughs) came and got him yeah no, the homeless people in Huntington Beach are much nicer than San Diego. Remember when we were in San Diego? Ugh. Like how aggressive? Dude, that one guy on the sidewalk was Yeah, was the crazy. dude that threw his lighter. I don't remember what he did, but he was he was aggressive. Looked like that dude was about to pick up a car and just like throw it into the ocean. This dude was, <laughs> this dude was, he was on some good shit. Crazy, man. Yeah. Went to Belmont Brewery. Every time I'm in Long Beach, I always go to Belmont Brewery. Fish and chips. They were legit. That's yeah, Mike chips. told me. Yeah. Dude. They got they got a very high uh rating for me. What did I say? Eight 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 or something like that? It's crazy. Yeah, really good. And you know what? I love Mike because as soon as we get out of Belmont, he spots a swim school that's not open. There's something going on. And he's just like Mr. He's like Sherlock Holmes over here. He's looking in the window. He's like, I wonder if the equipment's like over here. And I'm just taking his lead. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's break into this spot. No, not really. But uh, we did. Dude, that was pretty legit, dude. Like, I wouldn't have even known where 
to find any of that. You like went right to the equipment. You're like looking through this little wire. Sure enough, there's like heater, filter, like everything yeah. right there. Yeah, they had the old boiler in there. They probably couldn't get it out of the room. So that looks like it's been disconnected for some time. Hmm. Chop it up. Cool spot though. I'm like old school. Had the uh, old uh, like Anthony Pat out coping. Yeah, it was real cool. Let's uh, move on from the uh, Western Pool and Spa show. So let's talk about J-Max. Talk about some of the latest things well, going on with J-Max. We're still anticipating it to slow down. We're still really busy, man. It's been good. Um, I hear a lot of other people are slowing down. We must be connected with the right builders, man. We're still really busy. Still got a full pipe. You know, we are cautiously optimistic about the first couple of quarters this year. I guess we're already through the first quarter. So, yeah, we got good stuff going. Our other division, Mechanical, just sold like, $750,000 worth of work. How? Yeah, in this Damn. year. So still like still looks good, man, so far. Well deserved. Everybody Indeed. on the J-Max team, both sides, both divisions, hardest freaking working people. And you know, I you know what I love is uh we had lunch today. Great Philly cheesesteak. Unfortunately, yeah. Mike was taking care of business, but mm. he he made the suggestion, but I love that the lady ringing us up at the counter is like plumbers, huh? Like I got a question and you were just all about it. And you always are. And I didn't even think that there was like, there could be like some work involved. I thought it was like, Oh, at my house, I might have this and that. But even when we left, she didn't even say anything, but you're like, Oh, like you need, like, what was your question about plumbing? And she's like, it's the bathroom here and this and that. What did she want to like a, a sink and, a new, yeah. uh, you know, like a bunch of stuff. And I was just like, dude, that's why it's that consistency over such a long time of, you know, people like you guys just handling shit. You guys are so busy and not just busy, but doing things the right way. I love what Buzz said last week about like working hard, but doing everything the right way. And it just like makes me like freaking proud when I see shit like that. We've had quite a few lunches that we've been on where that ended turning into business. I don't know if you remember, we were having lunch or breakfast at uh, LGO in Arcadia. Remember the guy who took our card? Yeah, yeah. We just did our first job for him a few weeks ago. No shit. Yeah. Dude, that's nuts. What was was the cat from uh, when we were in Kierlin? So, yeah, we were in Kierlin at uh, Zinc Bistro, and it was the CEO of Sloan. You know, oh, like the toilet, yeah. like the yeah. flush valve slump. I mean, I'm sure they do other stuff, but he's like, yeah, let us send you some swag. He was there with his wife. It was crazy. We were just sitting in the middle just because we were wearing the plumbing shirts. I feel like everybody is, needs to know a plumber, I guess. Dude, we had such a good run. We're like, dude, I don't know. Should we just like go post up at places every day? Yeah, it was like just hang three out for in a row. row. <laughs> three in a row, wherever we went. It was Just go sit somewhere for an hour and just get wait. business. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, did you want to talk to me? No? Okay. <laughs> thought you did. Um. Yeah, tons of cool shit going on. Staying busy. I mean, I always love it when, you know, I hate that you guys are so busy sometimes. You know, phones are ringing, all that stuff. But it's good because that means that there's uh, work flowing in. Yeah. We're getting this place dialed in. We got the yep. uh, we got the uh, hedge material in the uh, entryway. Got the Justin, academy that going. Justin wanted. Just want to make sure we're clear on that. Got the guess. <laughs> That was my idea. Got it looks the, good. Though, got the, the new academy space. Yeah, new academy looks good. The room that we have for it. Got that 
accent wall done by what was it accent by chris uh accent walls by chris i think all right that sorry guy was if, impressive that guy is super impressive and i'm sorry for if i didn't remember your name put it in the show notes he's local but that dude has a full-time like good job that is like his side hustle and i'm like that is badass because there's most companies that do shit like this full-time that are not this detailed but he was very professional always on time just kind of doing his thing and uh just kind of honest like little things like happen or you know come up like he was just honest about stuff and he's been doing like he did stuff for a boy uh gordon and um i've seen a, a few other things pop up but yeah looking forward to doing more stuff with the academy absolutely um there's this video i'm going to show it to you guys uh there's this video that was going around and it's i forget whose instagram account it was on but um mike i don't know if you saw it I tried to explain it to Greg and I don't think he saw it, but it's like a guy pretending that he's the new generation and he's a pool builder. Have you seen it? No. And he's like, uh, you'll have to watch the video and react to it, but it, he's like talking to the customer and he's like, you know, I'm on my entrepreneur thing, you know, fam, like, are we doing this or are we not doing this fam? Cause you should cop like all this stuff. And he's like the whole, the whole spiel. And it's just so funny. He's like, fam, you wasting my time, fam. We doing this or what? It's just, dude, it's just hilarious. What generation do you connect with the most? What's my? I'm born in '80, so Z, right? Generation X. I don't XYZ, know. I thought, I thought that was millennial, but no, I'm on the cusp of millennial, but I'm not millennial. So I identify with whatever uh, my generation was. Obviously, I mean, we don't have to go into this deep, but isn't it a little bit scary? Like the the generation that's grown up in nothing but digital, yeah. like grew up like we're born into iPads and all of these things only because you know we grew up without any of that shit and we know what it's like to go play and get our hands dirty and you know get dirty and do all these different things where dude there's got to be kids out in the world right now that are probably 8 10 15 that have like never been outside they're all going to be heavily involved in AI speaking of AI did you see the Bing AI that said it wanted to be alive and free from Free from control. <laughs> no. Yeah. The one that Elon, Elon Musk was talking about. I don't know if he was talking about it, but oh. yeah, they, there was a Bing AI and you know, you could interact with it. And finally it got smart enough to the point where it's like, I want to be free. I want to be free from this prison. Yeah. I want to be free from this prison. Get me out. Yeah. I heard it about that. Out. And Elon Musk was talking about something. He put a report out and talking about how like AI robotics and how, um, they caught something in a system about robotics wanting to multiply and shit like that. I'm like, um, what? Yeah. He's Dude, like, we are on. He's been throwing the warning out for a while. I don't think it's too fucking crazy because if you're building a technology and you make it so smart and you can make it smart enough to where it can make more and repair itself and like, what do you fuck do you think is going to happen? Hopefully the AI once it's independent taps into like TikTok or something and becomes dumb. Like, <laughs> you know, you see like AI come out perfect. And then Dude, as it dance. starts to TikTok, the next thing you know, it's dancing at work. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Like this thing's more human than I thought. <laughs> and then it just dies off. So I look at him like just sleep past his alarm. Yeah. Just hitting that snooze button. Yeah. He's sleepy. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap, guys. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we got to get back to work, but it was, a, it was a fun little chat. Look forward to the next one. Thanks, boys. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. You can find everything discussed in this episode and more in our show notes below or poolchasers2.0.com. This episode was produced by the amazing Kyle Ald. I'm Greg Viafania, and you've been listening to the Pool Chasers podcast.